Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. You're listening to Brumera on Brum Radio. Good afternoon. I'm Dave Massey. I'm joined on the telephone by Lee from Friction Arts. Good afternoon, Lee. Good afternoon, Dave. How are you doing today? Very well, thank you, despite everything. Now, we're recording this at the end of January and it will be playing out at the start of February. How's how's January been for yourself? Um, very, very busy uh, and very interesting, fortunately. Yeah, I'm, I'm not bored. <laughs> I mean, that's the main thing as well. One of the things is keeping yourself occupied during the lockdowns, I think. That's the most uh, tricky thing for people to do. Uh, now, Lee, for those that don't know, can you tell us a little bit about Friction Arts, uh, what, it, what it does and what sort of, uh, what sort of projects you've, you've been involved with before? Uh, well, we've been going for roughly 30 years now. We make um, what we call context-responsive art projects, which basically means we uh, usually work with some kind of community or community of interest, and then we sort of co-design what we're doing with those people rather than kind of imposing our ideas on them. So every project we do is different. Um, we work locally hyper locally mm-hmm. uh, around a base in uh, Derry 10 so in Highgate quite a lot but also internationally and uh, we kind of bring um, the learning we do abroad back home one, one of the most recent projects that I I came to see uh, was the project that you did in the uh, old Birmingham markets area and that was a that's a good couple of years ago now I think yeah it was 2018 that, that uh, you know it's indelibly um, impressed on my memory we, we'd worked there for three years basically wow. documenting yeah. the closure of the old wholesale market which was very important mm-hmm. to us that that's a good example of how we work really is that we really embedded ourselves in the place and we we were there all hours of the day and night because of the, the, you know the, the market works obviously at, at odd hours yes and getting to know the community there and then making a, a big a very big performance um in response to you know interviewing the guys you know and one of the reasons that that we're chatting today is you've been shortlisted for an awards and i'm going to attempt to say the name of the awards again Kaloost Gulbekian. That, was that close? <laughs> Kaloost Gulbekian Award Benkian. for Civic Arts Organisation. The Kaloost Gulbekian Award for Civic Arts Organisation. I mean, that, what, a, what a brilliant... I mean, the, the great thing about that is it sounds tremendously international. One of the interesting things about the work that you do is it really connects to people who maybe uh, don't have access to arts in the traditional sense of the word or if you were describing arts and culture to them they might not necessarily think of the sort of projects that you're doing I mean, sometimes sometimes the way we talk about it is that we do art by stealth absolutely uh, so, so, so that you know people don't necessarily know they're doing art until sometimes during the process i mean this award's interesting because it's basically um been awarded it's a national award and there's 10 organizations across the uk that have been shortlisted but it's about how people have responded to the recent you know to the pandemic and and uh, stuff that's been going on uh, over the last almost 12 months now did you have to design a project that you were gonna uh, pitch to these people to um to get onto the shortlist um what sort of things do they expect to see from you well, no, it's really about how we've responded and adapted over the uh, the period of the pandemic, really, and how we've been able to continue to make work uh, and actually expand on the work we were doing. Um, 
when you know the the conditions have actually caused a lot of arts organisations to to you know stop doing what they normally do you know so it was it, it was about that i mean we did have uh, we have been interviewed now by by the panel and mm-hmm. we did sort of um talk about what we might do because there's a you know there's a a, a big sort of cash prize involved that absolutely best that then we'd invest in, in making an art project so we we, we are talking about something and what we're really interested in at the moment um, is how we can we're, we're looking at a way of basically helping people to kind of collectively grieve yes. for, for people for, for the people they've lost but also mm-hmm. things that they've lost like you know social contact being able to socialize hugging people yes. um, you know stuff like that literally physical contact all those kinds of things that we've lost, we need to find a way of sort of coming to terms with that mm-hmm. because, um, you know, things have changed and things are, are likely to keep changing and, and, and who knows what, what it's going to look like when we get through the other side of this pandemic. You know? the, the base that you have in Birmingham, have you been able to work from that base? Yeah, I mean... Sort of between lockdowns, we actually made a piece of work with about 20-odd artists where we had small socially distanced audiences. We also streamed it online. Uh, And it was all work that was made in response to the pandemic, but also to the events um, that arose... uh, cause Black Lives Matter to arise, you know. Yes. So, so it was all, all the work was all about that, and we're planning as soon as we can to do some more because we've got our own building. Um, we're and it's got a big, well, not big, but it's got a yard. Um, we've got enough space there that we can actually control the environment, make it safe for everybody, but still make some work. So we're hoping to do something. Probably now, late spring, early summer, I think, before that's possible. Mm-hmm. But we're having to all react and respond to this thing you know yeah. as it goes because things are changing almost on a daily basis how how weird is it to have a floating calendar all the time uh for the this past sort of year versus um being able to um fix things into a particular day and then sort of walk work towards that date yeah well i mean to be fair we've always worked responsively and reacted to well, you know, whatever the current context is, anyway. Mm-hmm. So, in, in a way, we were already, we were already hardwired to be able to um, kind of respond to stuff without too much difficulty. To yes. be honest, I mean, we, we we always have. We usually, for whatever we're doing, we have plan A to Z. <laughs> yes. So, um, so, so, you know, yes, it's been difficult and 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 complicated and uh, at times but at the same time i think um you know small organizations like us are, are luckier i think in that we're able to respond quickly and change our plans much more quickly than perhaps some of the larger organizations are able to and that's a really weird thing because it's that's the sort of reverse to how um you might think of businesses responding you might think of bigger businesses as being able to weather the storms a, a lot better but in in reality it is the sort of smaller smaller businesses and and and, and smaller companies that um can can respond as you say in a in a much quicker way there's just less people to uh go through i guess to get things sorted yeah. well it's this old analogy about um you know turning a, an oil tanker or a dinghy you know mm-hmm. <laughs> 
uh, and I think in times like this, that really comes to the fore yeah. because um, we're, we are able to, to very quickly. I mean, we locked down before lockdown. Yes. Um, and then, so by the time the official lockdown started, we were already, you know, we were planned up. Yeah. How are we going to deal with this? And we were able to, like, move all our ongoing programs are already we moved them straight online mm-hmm. and uh, and in fact expanded our um, the people that we were reaching with them and you know we were able to to quickly get stuff done you know mm-hmm. uh, and i think you know we've seen how a lot of the bigger organizations and the big buildings have really suffered through this um and uh, and you know we're just it's it's fortunate for us that we're we're able to to just uh, change our plans at the drop of a hat. Do you, do you think a lot more events this year will try and make use use of outdoor space in ge- in general? Well, I think initially they'll have to, because um, I mean all the public health kind of advice we've been getting recently has been that indoor performancey stuff uh, is unlikely to be. Um, possible until september at the earliest mm-hmm. uh, and it could be later um so so that's where our planning's at at the moment is that you know we've got an outdoor space we can use but there's also lots of outdoor spaces in the city that we can start looking at, uh, uh, at using i mean one of the things that emerged from this lockdown is that people are using their the parks and green spaces mm-hmm. a lot more and so there's opportunities i think to um to be doing things in those kinds of places as well so we're looking into that at the moment lee congratulations on getting shortlisted uh for this this civic arts award uh it's fantastic to see um more projects coming from you and i'm looking forward to seeing what projects that you do in the future as well um we can find you on social media at friction underscore arts on twitter and also check out your website which is frictionarts.com as well thank you for listening to this brum radio podcast Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.